Hello and welcome to Two Nerds Walk Into a Dungeon Episode 2. The last episode had the party battling Mikey in his secret underground lair. Since then, they've captured Mikey and they are now taking him back towards town. Nothing bad can happen from walking into a town with a zombie on a rope and a guy in your arms all bloody, can it? Let's find out in Episode 2. Alright, so you guys are on your way back to town. Uh, you have a zombie in tow on a rope. You have a necromancer-type dude in your arms. And it's going to take you about two hours to get back to where you were. So along the way, you're probably going to have to knock him back out, which I'm assuming you guys will have no problem doing, so we won't worry about that. On your way back to town, are you guys going to be heading straight back to the guard shack in the sea district or is there anything you guys are planning to do on your way back besides going there considering i'm carrying mikey and apparently the zombie i plan on going straight to the guard district yep that's exactly it okay uh you guys are walking along on your way back everyone except for corman feel free to make a perception Perception's a thing, right? It is. Yes. My passive is 18. Oh, perceive the crap out of things. 21. Ravinder? I got a uh, 12. Okay. So, Herman and Corman, as you guys are walking along, uh, you notice that the guard doesn't seem to be following you anymore, and you're not quite sure where you lost him as you guys are now approaching up to the slum area outside of town. I really don't care and don't even bring it up. I'll say, yep, guard left us, but I won't stop. Okay. When you're walking through the town with the zombie, people are visibly frightened and, like, give you a good far amount of distance and as you guys are meandering back towards the town through the slum area, the people who were approaching you, even, you know, in the dead of night when you were walking through here last time, are now want nothing to do with you or coming nowhere near you. And as you come up to where the entrance to the town is, uh, two of the city watch will stop you and ask what you think you're doing trying to come into the town with that kind of evil. I hold up the writ that the captain gave us. So we just left here a few hours ago trying to track down the murderer of that innkeeper, and we found him. He's also a necromancer. we got to bring this back as proof. The, you know, like sh I shake the writ in his face. The city watch guy will look at it and go, that piece of paper doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, right. He said you guys were separate. I mean, it's leashed, and we pick up after it. I don't think there are any zombie leash laws in Waterdeep. Well, we need to start lobbying for that. Yeah. Petition your local masked lord? Yep. Alright. How's about this? I stay behind with him. You all go back and bring the guard captain over here. I mean, we should have two people stay. Just for safety's sake. And I feel like the mask should go with. You feel like what? The mask that fell off that he picked up should go with us to the guard captain in case he doesn't want to come out and that could just be proof enough as far as we know. Oh, good no. good point. We'll just keep it all over here. What? No. Just bring we... him back. No. And it'll be alright. 
or, or you, you just go come with me. You two go, and me and Rev- Revender will stay here with the zombie. Uh, I'll shrug. No. All right. Doesn't matter who stays. <laughs> I hand over the leash to Corbin. I tie it to a tree. All right. Uh, they walk into the... I mean, there's not a tree for you to tie it to, so it's going to be like a shanty town tent pole. Oh, uh, well, no, I won't I won't tie it to, like, someone's house. <laughs> tie it to a person's house! Tie it to a person's house! Just go up to the homeless guy sleeping in the corner and tie it to his leg. Bump fights Waterdeep style. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, as... Shmi and Herman try and walk in. Uh, the zombie is trying to follow after them. That's fine. So um, I'll try to pull, but I'm fairly certain his strength is going to win. Yeah, go Raven- ahead Ravinder, are you going to respond to this? I mean, there's two of you, and you have guidance. So, yeah, we just keep on going. Do we notice this? Like, would I notice this? Um, or, you guys will like, probably... Do you guys say anything? You guys were probably just like in past the the gate when it started trying to pull after, and so you wouldn't like immediately notice it unless somebody said something. To be fair, Corman is just kind of like walking behind it with a very taut rope, right? My feet aren't moving. It's more like I'm water skiing. Did you roll a strength check against it? I just got a four with my guidance bonus. <laughs> okay, yeah. It, it is definitely pulling away from you when you were water skiing along the ground. All right, I'll follow him. T- towards the gate guard or the city watch guards? Help me pull him back! What is wrong with you? I say that in character. Oh. Yeah, then I'll help him. I didn't know you wanted help. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Maybe he was starting a new Winter Olympic event. You know. uh, summer <laughs> Olympic. They already have skiing in the winter. Now we need skiing in the summer. With zombies. <laughs> okay. I roll a strength of 19. All right, with Ravinder's uh, strength roll and Corman's, you guys managed to start pulling this thing back. Uh, it will still be trying to move forward, though, so it will fall onto its stomach, and, like, as you're pulling it back, it's trying to pull along the ground to try and get to them. And you can see that the rope is definitely digging into her leg now. Gonna try and secure her more tightly, or just gonna risk letting it pop off? I'm still trying to figure out why we didn't tie it to someone's house. I am going to ask Ravinder to hold it, and I will run up with more rope and try to just bind it. I do this. Alright, uh, go ahead and roll a grapple. Strength to bind check. it with rope? For To hold her still. Ravinder, I'm going to need you to help me bind this thing with rope. I agree. Just hog, just hog tie it. I, I would, but I will not win a strength check. He's going to have to hold it in place. He holds her in place while you're able to go ahead and do that, because he rolled an 18 for his strength check against her 5. Okay, so Shmi and Herman, you guys are walking through town and headed back over towards the Sea District gate guard post. While you're walking through town, uh, it is much more lively now than last time you passed through at night. Lots of people going here and there. When you walk past the worst inn, you see that the, there are still the guards out front, and now you see that there are what appear to be a couple of city watch guys who were there talking with the city guard, and the area directly around the inn seems like there is nobody there. Like, 
there's a lot of hustle and bustle, and then you get, like, in the block that that building is in, and there's just nothing going on. Okay, okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah. One track mind here. We're prisoning. Prisoning is a verb now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. So you guys head back over to where the gate guard shack was. You walk inside. There are a couple of city guard guys kind of milling about. It appears that, you know, these are the guys who they call in for reinforcement, so they don't really have anywhere that they need to patrol. And you don't necessarily see where the guard captain is from where you enter. Uh, do I know his name? Carl. Carl! You start shouting his name. I mean, yeah, that's who I want to talk to. I'll, I'll give him a, I'll give him the stink eye and walk up to somebody that's there and inquire where Garl is. Um, probably upstairs. He has a bed up there. All right, and I'll mosey that way. I'm just gonna follow, yelling, Carl. Okay. Um, you guys head upstairs. You see that there are a couple different rooms that you can go into along the... There's, like, one main hallway upstairs. Uh, There's two little offshoot rooms that lead you to what appear to be bathrooms, and then down the one hall looks like there's four doors on the left and right side, and then one door that's at the end of the hallway. Door at the end of the hallway I'll walk to. Are there any signs on any doors? Nope. Alright, I'll walk to the door at the end of the hallway. Closed? I'll knock. It is closed. I'll knock. Uh, you knock on it, and you don't really hear anything at first, and then you hear a very grumbly voice come from behind the door. Come in! I'll open, and I'll motion to have uh, Herman enter first. I'll walk in. Okay. Uh, you see what appears to be an older gentleman, uh, not Garl, who is laying in a bed with, like, you know, the old-timey nightcap hat on and some pajamas, and he's looking at you guys, and he goes, What do you want? Herm- Herman still has Mikey, like, over his shoulder, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. Gotcha, killer. This isn't Carl that you're talking to. Oh, who is you it? Know where, some... You know where Carl is? Garl. Not Carl. I'm gonna call him Carl. All guards are Carl, you know this. All guards, all guards are Steve, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know where Garl is? It's not his shift. It's mine. We don't have... We don't have the paper, right? Only... Um, only Corman has the paper? Yeah, Corman had the paper on him. Alright, um, then I will just kind of, you know, explain what all happened, which I'm sure he's aware of with the inn, uh, and then explain kind of our situation. And he'll sit up and he'll stand up, put on like a robe type thing. I mean, it's not really roby, but it's the closest thing to back then that they probably had. And he'll walk over and he'll look at the unconscious Mikey that you've got and go, this is the one that committed the murder. Aye. Well, take him down to a cell downstairs. Leave whatever evidence you have with one of the gentlemen that are down there. No, that's the Uh, issue, sir. The... Go ahead. Er, we have evidence. The town watch won't let us bring it in. What? 
What would you be bringing in that they wouldn't let you bring? Zombie. He just kind of looks befuddled for a moment. <sighs> I know. When he says zombie, I just kind of point at him. Point at who? At, uh, Shmi. Hopefully soon we'll be able to bring our zombies into town, but... We even leashed uh, it and offered to pick up to it. Pick up to it? Pick up after it. Uh, I don't rightly believe that I want you bringing zombies into our town either. They spread disease. They also clear you of murder charges, hopefully. Take me to the zombie, Rock. I'll see it with my own eyes, and then you can kill it. He starts getting changed. I wait for him to get changed. In the room. Uh, I would say to bring Mikey down while we're waiting. To a cell? Yeah. Yeah, you could feel free to do that. Are, are you going to, or no? Uh, I would just say. <laughs> I, I would bring up to you that now would probably be a good time to follow a guard down and put him into a cell. All right. I'll be right back. All right. All right. Uh, you following down there, Shmi, or you staying upstairs? I'd stay upstairs. Okay. This guy will come out, and when this guy comes out, he is in some of the shiniest metallic plate armor that you have ever seen, and he tells you that uh, he is ready to go, and you see that he pulls out a morning star that is made of almost equally bright and shiny material. And then the two of you will head downstairs and run into Herman as they have just put Mikey into a cell. And then you guys can start on your walk over towards the entrance. All right. You guys going to do anything along the way? Um, I mean, I don't know if anyone else has stuff still at the inn, but I still do. Um, well, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, would you have any issue if I stopped off at the inn? I, I suppose not, but if there's a zombie outside the town, why wouldn't we just head there? I mean, there's two other dudes okay. there and guards. If the guards can't handle it, I think we have bigger issues. If it will only take you a few moments, I'll wait. Alright. So yeah, I would head to the inn, um, and probably just definitely get rid of these alchemy supplies that I've been walking around with. Okay. Assuming, like, we still have, like, the rooms and stuff, right? It's not like they've been cleaned out. Yeah, when you go when you go up to where your room is, everything is still where it was. The priestess of Saloon that is also staying in the same room with you seems to have left since the events have happened, so it's just you and Herman who are checked into that room right now, since no one knew is checking in with a dead innkeeper. Okay. So yeah, I'll do that, and then just kind of head out. Because you said those things are like 25, 25 pounds of alch yep. alchemical equipment? Okay, yeah. I'm just going to store that there, then. Okay. You guys head back down, head back out to the edge of the city, and then as you're walking up to where the edge of the city is, and all of that craziness, you can see that there is a zombie hog tied outside of the city. As you walk up, me and Ravinder are just sitting there chatting. Did we, me and Ravinder get a short rest? Um, it was... After hog-tying it? It's only a half hour. Yeah, if it's only a half hour for short rest, you would get that by the time they would make it back. Sweet. What's he do when he sees the zombie? At first, right after he sees it, he kind of is in disbelief, like he didn't believe you guys that there was going to be a zombie out here. And then when he takes a look at it a little bit closer, 
he goes, this, this looks like Elmira. Who's Maybe. Elmira? She was an innkeeper in one of the other inns. She died, what, three, four months ago, maybe? I'll nod my head and says, yep, that sounds about right. Wait, 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 wait. How many other innkeepers have died in the past year? Eleven. And they've all been murdered? Yes. And the people you picked to to pin it on are the people that have been here for less than a week? Well, we really didn't find out about the other ones until... Afterwards, this one we found out as it happened. So you could have been at all the other ones. We don't know. I'm just shaking my head and mumbling to myself. I turn away. So, so does this count now? Are we good? You've definitely brought me proof. You've brought me somebody who did, who you claim did it. And once he's awake, we'll get the truth out of him. Did you find anything else? Did you find any magical items? Did you find any... Anything that he could have used to do this. Mushroom people. Oh, I didn't see he, the mushroom people, never mind. He had a I've mask got a, on. I've got a batch of papers. Oh, and his face thing. Yeah, he had a mask. It looked like the inside of his head. It, it made of bones, it wasn't anything special. Well, I mean, if it makes us not a murderer, I think it's pretty special. I agree. He has it, and <laughs> I point to Shmi. All right. I've got all the papers I took, yeah. No, the I'll mask. rifle through. I'll rifle through my backpack. Like, not. I just took it because it looked cool. <laughs> oh, I get. I, I don't see how it's evidence, though. I'll take out my backpack and rifle through it and get out the papers. Uh, there were the. It was just a bunch of papers that were written in abyssal that had like the holy symbols and stuff on them. Correct. Yep. So I'll give him those. He'll take him and he'll look at him and he'll go, This is evil work indeed. And then he'll turn and look at the zombie and hold his hand up and just a very bright, intense light will come out of his hand. And it looks like the zombie's body just kind of shrivels up into bones and then dust. And then your ropes are on the ground in a pile of dust. Cool, I go get my ropes. <laughs> Ropes acquired. So back to the going through paper. going through the bag after that, um, uh, I, I would kind of look a little bit um, confused, more or less, uh, and you would just kind of see me rifling through like some of my ropes too, um, and then I'll point to her, point to Corman and say, "You've been talking about the mask a lot. Did you take it? I can't find it. You can't find it." No. But you had it with you. We specifically sent you into the town so you could turn it in with Mikey. Oh, we didn't turn it in. Why not? It, they didn't ask for it. They said him and the zombie. How? What does it prove? Well, now I just want to know where it is. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. Are you sure you didn't, like, misplace it in there? And I moved to try to look into his pack. I offer to have you look through it. Well, they're looking oh, through on you. Well, he's looking you through the other anything pack. else. I didn't steal anything from you. Well, well, they're going to look through each other's pack. I'm going to click on... Uh, what's this guy's name? He's not Garl anymore. What's his name? This guy's name is Nathaniel the Pure. I'm not tempting to do that. I was trying to move the window, and I can't. Um, I'm going to tap on Nathaniel's armor, his shoulder piece, and say, Oh, I guess there's the tunnels, too. Tu- what tunnels? 
the, the ones underneath the house where we found the zombies? He asks you to show him on a map, and then he pulls up a map that doesn't have anything on it except for where Waterdeep is, and then kind of where the roads are, but like the slum town's not there. There's no other real landmarks, and he asks you to mark down where these tunnels are. I will attempt to use survival skills and do this. Right? Survival? Yep. Yeah, you actually give him a pretty good approximation of where it is. Uh, so we could also just show you where the house with the tunnels are. Very good. <clears throat> In the name of the city guard, I hereby clear the four of you of all charges. Thank you. Please don't try and bring zombies into our city again. And he points at Shmi and goes, And you don't go trying to make any zombies. Alright. You neither. He turns. He walks back into town. He stops while he's like just passing the guard threshold and he goes, Ah, I believe there was some matter of payment as well. Yes, there was. And how much was it? A thousand gold. I actually. Oh, don't I will tell him what the truth was. Which was two hundred gold. Yeah, I would have told him the truth. I just didn't remember it. I thought it was funnier when you were going to try to lie to him. He will reach into the like satchel bag that he's got, and he'll pull out what appears to be a piece of paper, and he will hand it over to Corman. And essentially what it is, is it's like a little writ that you can take to one of the banks in town, and you can give them that, and in turn they will give you the money. Turn it into whom? To one of the banks. There, It's difficult to carry around a lot of money in Waterdeep, and it's not very advised. So essentially what happens is there are banks in each of the districts that will actually handle the transfer of the money, and people will just use essentially like a check. Oh, okay. Then the first place I would go is the bank and get that money. Rest of the party? Um, we're showing him the house first, right? Wasn't that part of it? No, he just wanted it marked on the map. Yeah, I just told him we could show him the specific house. Oh, okay. Um, uh, then, I mean, let's... I need to go back to the inn. Because I haven't been to the inn. I also really need sleep. What do you guys want to do first? Uh, we could get the money and split that money real quick and then just go to the well, inn. Once we get the money, we're kind of done with it, right? Don't we each have a, a sheet of paper? You have one sheet of paper for 200 gold. Yeah, I have it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So if you open up the C district map, like I said, you guys are on that corner for, for Feather Street, and so the thing that looks like a white coin on its side, up by like where the little magic hat is, that's where the bank is. So you guys could do both. So, what are you going to do? I say we bank. Yeah, let's head to the bank. Bank seems good. Okay. So now... No, never mind. Alright, um, you guys are in the bank. Uh, are all of you going to walk inside? One of you? How are you going to do it? I mean, I am because I have the writ. I don't know who. I don't care who else does. I'm going to follow him because he has the writ. Yeah, I'm going to go too because I want my money. He stole my mask. I want him to steal my money too. I just want to see how this banking thing goes. I don't get to see stuff like this where I'm from. All right. So you guys are all inside, and you're in, and you're handing over the, the writ. They're walking into the back to go get you your money. And then there is an elf that is that just got money that was next to you. And as he's walking out to leave from the bank, all of a sudden you will hear him 
just kind of gasp and then collapse on the ground. There is a knife sticking out of his back. Wait, what? An elf, who also was getting money, was leaving, and as he was leaving, you just heard him gasp loudly, which caused your characters to turn and look at him, and he is now lying on the ground with a dagger in his back. Does the dagger I turn look around like the and one... even go to the inn. I will yell for help. I point to Ned Herman. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we will look around. Herman? Is there anyone else in the bank? Uh, yeah, there are uh, a couple random people who are all sim- doing similar things to what Corman is doing. They're also like shouting for help. Humans, a couple halflings, a couple elves, and then. Uh, Walking out of the bank after Herman, you see a very familiar-looking dwarf. Oh, okay. Can I do an investigation or something? What are you looking for? I don't for? know how that'll work. If uh, like, for, I'm assuming that's the same dwarf from the inn. Uh, roll wisdom. I don't know if my character would know that is what I'm getting at. Yeah, roll wisdom. Yeah, you're pretty 18. sure that that's the same dwarf you saw before from the inn. Okay. Do I know that it's that he knows Ravinder? I don't believe that anybody except Ravinder and maybe Corman would know that. Okay. Yeah, okay, because I was outside the whole time. Correct. At the end. Okay. And he's the only other person that's not freaking out other than me, because I'm looking around and I'm awkward. Yes, he he is very calmly and casually walking out of there. To be fair, when I walk out, it's I've got like the oh, not this shit again face. The human that was getting you your money very calmly hands it over to you, by the way. I say, oh, how can you be so calm? Does this happen all the time? No, but we're safe here. If you look, and he kind of points, they're almost behind like a, a line of magical runes. And he goes, weapons can't really get back here and, well... You know, if you're going to use magic, you're going to get me anyway. So he's fine, but you might die in a couple seconds. Uh, I would probably actually run out towards the dwarf then, because he's familiar and trying to find out uh, um, or ask him if he saw anything. Okay, you run outside to look for him and... Roll me a perception. Perception of six. I don't know if I'm searching if that'll be investigation or still perception. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, I think you'd be doing perception if you're trying to spot him, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Investigate is search. Spot is perception. Yeah. Right, yeah. So you you go to try and take a look for him and you don't see him. He would have... He, he's gone by now. He's blended into the crowd. I pass out 40 okay. gold to each person. Did you say 40? Oh, wait. There's four 50? of us. 50? 50, 50. I would I correct you if you actually give up 40. <laughs> no, I, I would have done it correctly. I'm not trying to rip anyone off. And then I will, I will for the second time, whip out my CPA and be like, yeah, you can't pull fast one on me, buddy. <laughs> Little did you know. Yeah. Okay. Ravinder, are you doing anything about the fact that the guy you know just walked out of here after somebody was assassinated? I mean, I'm not going to go and call him out. Okay. So, No. Very good. Are there any guards? Uh, after about a minute or so, some guards come by. Looks like City Watch comes by instead of City Guards. Oh, okay. um, sorry. After I pass out that gold, I just I'm I'm just gonna slip away. Like I don't want to be here again. I don't want this to happen again. I just try to head back to the end. 
I don't care if it, no one follows me. Are you not going to attempt to heal the person? That's been your like go-to thing. I don't know if you have any berries left. I don't think he has Oh, any. I do have a berry. Actually, no, I don't. They only last 24 hours. And I haven't had a long rest, so I don't have spells yet. Didn't you have like seven, though, before? The berries only last 24 hours. It's been more than 24 hours since I cast the spell. Hasn't oh, it? Did you do it like in the morning? Yeah, no, it hasn't been more than 24 hours, but I thought we, we used a lot of berries in the downstairs. I know you gave me two right at the end. I figured they were the last two on the way out. Yeah, because it hasn't been more than 24 hours since you guys started the campaign. Oh, uh, okay. Then, yes, I would try to feed him a berry. Okay. You manage to feed him a berry, and you bring him back from the brink, but he does have a dagger in his back. Um. So he's alive right now? He is, and he's coughing. I... I yank the dagger out so that he doesn't have a wound anymore. I'm assuming that drops him again. Yep. Give him another berry. Okay. I am now out of berries. He's just, thank you. He took all my money. At least you're alive. I won't be for long. That money was Sansar's. Huh? Who's Sansar? And I will say this out loud because I have no knowledge of anything. I don't know Pretty if much I everybody who had been freaking out and trying to get help and everything like that are all going to clear the area. Like, walk outside, turn, walk away. The, the, oh. the guys behind the protection barrier are also going to go into a back room. Um, well, I'm glad you're alive, and I am also going to leave. <laughs> and I'm going to try to go to the end. I'll ask him if it was the dwarf that did it. I didn't see who did it. Funny thing about knives in the back. I'll use press digitation and clean him up. Okay. And I'll try and help him up. Okay. He's on his feet. He's got one hit point. He's looking. In his eyes, you can see that, like, his his body is, is just damaged. Like, he's, you know, he just almost died. But, like, you can see in his eyes that he also looks like he is about to die. Okay. All right, then. Good day to you. I'll pat him on the shoulder. Depending on how tall he is. I'll pat him on the shoulder or the side of the arm and walk away. Okay. Yep, I'll just go to the inn. Alright, so you head to the inn. Uh, Ravinder, what are you doing? I'm also going to head to the inn. Okay. And Herman, you were already left to go back to the inn because you didn't want to deal with this. Yep, while he's getting wrangled into another murder investigation, I'm over it. Okay. Uh, so Herman, you left first, so you would be the first one to get back to the inn. Uh, when you're walking up to the inn, you see that the city town guy or the the town watch guys are gone, as long as well as the city guard guys. And it appears that there is a younger woman when you walk in who looks similar to Greta. Um, just kind of looks like a younger version of her. Uh, she'll welcome you to the worst inn when you get there and tell you that she is actually Greta's niece, and her name is... Samantha? Or were you looking it up? It seemed like you wanted me to name her. No, I didn't want you to name her. I have to look in this book. Her name is Ada. Still last name Worstala? Yep. Cool. I will... Greet her. Uh, I'm in room, the number of room that I'm in. Yep. She's, she so, says that you're still on the books. I will also tell her that I think the small dwarf owes her two beats worth of in, uh, copper. She says that uh, they're really hoping to look past what has uh, occurred and move forward fresh. It's very noble of you. 
Uh, Ravinder, can you roll me a perception? I rolled a 15. Okay. While you're walking along back to the inn, you had been kind of following behind where Shmi was, and as you're kind of following along where the, the streets are turning and whatnot, when you turn around one of them, he's gone. Crazy. And then, Corman, you get back to the inn, you see that Herman is having a conversation with somebody who looks like a younger Greta, and then, Ravinder, you get there after that. When I, whoever comes in first, I'll ask him if we got roped into another murder investigation. I don't know. I left before anyone showed up. I thought you were the smart one. Um, you bear a striking resemblance to uh, Greta, and I apologize, about, and I give you condolences on her death. Thank you. It's been tough on me. <laughs> Obviously, the lady next to you. Yeah, she she says the same thing. Um, and she asks what your name is so that she can, you know, check you off on the book and make sure that you're still going to be staying with them. Corman Earthspeaker, and yes, please. I need to uh, head upstairs. Okay. Please don't mind the noise if you're going to be trying to sleep. We'll be replacing the part of the floor where my aunt had died. Bloodstains and whatnot. Not good for business. I was about to ask if she was worried about ghosts. Just so you know, our um, the one of the other people that was helping us can just clean that for you. Mm. Magic can clean things up, but there's still the memory that stays with the wood. Okay. Head upstairs. Okay. Uh, Did we miss breakfast? She says that she'll happily make you breakfast. I will sit at whatever spot I tend to sit at. I'm going to sleep. Okay. Corman's going to sleep, Ravinder. I am going to... Go see if the dwarf's in this room. When you get up there and you knock on the door, he just opens it up and says, Yep. Yeah. yeah, I really didn't plan this far ahead. Kind of thought it was going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. <laughs> Good eye contact. Thanks. Um, so I noticed him at the bank. You did. All right, I'm going to try to inquire from him if he needs any help and anything in the future. We may have some things that we're planning on doing around here. That was step one. He pulls out a bag, and it's, you know, like in the old cartoons, those big bags that have the money symbol on them? <laughs> yes, yes, it, I do It's know about that big, and he opens the top of it towards you, and you see that it is completely filled with platinum pieces. And then he reseals it, and then sets it down and goes, it's a good start. Well, you know where to find me if you need me for anything. You'll be staying here then? I do believe so. Keep your ears out. Thieves Guild won't be too happy we're moving in. As they shouldn't be. How'd it work out with those others? Your murder charges gone? Uh, It was work, but we did it. Yep, clear our names. Are they useful? Useful? Not sure how trustworthy they are, but they're useful. Keep an eye on them. See if we can use them. Will do. Also, see if they have any turkey legs. It closes the door. Uh, that's literally what I say as the door closes. Yeah, sorry, I just realized when you asked me if we got roped into another murder charge, I would have told you that I healed him and he's alive. To Herman? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would have said good for him. Okay. 
pause on what's going on at the worst inn, and then we're going to go over to the Dirty Duck, where Dan Fingers is. So, Dan, what are you doing in the Dirty Duck? Excellent. So, <laughs> assuming that the other inn was going to close down, because when I went in to drop stuff off, guards were still there, um, I'm going to try and procure four rooms at this inn, which apparently seems useless, but I don't know that. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> How how much would uh, I'm assuming that? Sorry, what is the quality of this inn before I do that? Not good. Do I know of if any of the other inns might be better? The, the inn that you were at is the best inn in this area, despite its name. What about second best inn? This would probably be it, but you're essentially going to be sleeping on like plywood-esque because plywood doesn't exist, but like really terrible wood that has like some hay thrown on top of it and then like a sheet. Oh dear. Um, This is not like, you guys are not in a very good district, but that, that makes it cheap and it makes it so that there's a lot for you guys to be able to get information and that kind of things because things move more easily things blend in more easily here than other places. Okay. Uh, so then, yeah, I'll go up to the innkeeper and inquire about uh, four rooms. Uh, I'll explain that we were over at the worst inn, but it's presumably going to be closed down um, due to the untimely death of the owner. The dwarf that's behind the counter smiles a big some teeth are missing smile and the rest of the teeth that are there are kind of gangrenous and gross and he'll say well just in luck for you I've got rooms for you and I'll give you four for a silver a night okay I can do that Did so, so then out of game do I know how long we were planning on staying at that other inn no the only person you would know how long was planning on staying would be you how long was that for you came here to do research, so probably for the foreseeable future. Okay. Um, okay. I'll, I'll I'll pay him in advance for, th- let's say, three nights. So I'll give him three silver. Okay. Um, and then I'll give him another two silver as a tip. Okay. Um, and just kind of thank him for his hospitality. Um, you know, if there is any... I don't know how to eloquently put um you know you know to request like you know kind of the the better food if he has it or the better drink if he has it that kind of thing potentially if it comes with room otherwise just thanking him for the hospitality the the food doesn't come with the room in this place and there's not really better food or better rooms here it's all pretty okay bad can i pay for food in advance then they he's like kind of looks at you again and goes, if you want food, go find a vendor. I sell rooms. Okay. Alright. Well, he is five. He takes it. He tells you which okay. rooms you're going to be in. When you go to go look at those rooms, they don't even have doors. Oh, no doors? Okay. What are they? Like, curtains? or? It, like, you can tell where the door was supposed to be, but it looks like it was kind of broken off at the hinges. Okay. Um, you see that one of the rooms has like the sheet from the bed put up as a door. Gotcha. 
Are there any people walking around here like that would be able to see me? Not really. There's not a lot of people here besides the dwarf. You you can tell that somebody's in that room because you can hear some snoring, but there's like nobody else here. Okay. Then from the outside, I'll use minor illusion to try and cover up the door frame with what the rest of the wall is. So it just kind of looks like a continuation of the wall. Okay. And then I will go through and go in my room. I guess that right. doesn't really matter. It only lasts for one minute. Um, but anyway... So I'll go through and I will, I want to use or go through my things again to see if the mask and the book are back. Because when I went through them earlier, they were no longer in my possession. Yep. Earlier when you got questioned about them, you could feel that your bag lightened as if they had vanished. And then when you go to look for them again, you feel that the bag gets heavier again and you see that the mask and the book are there. Okay. Then I'm just going to... Um, you, I guess I'll sit around in a corner for like 10 minutes, I guess. Cast error. Uh, no, I, I have a spell slot. Yeah, I have a, no, I don't. I use disguise self and, oh yeah, so I do have one. That's all I used. Uh, so I'll detect magic. You also used illusion. That's a minor illusion. It's a cantrip. Oh man. Yeah, it's good. Um, uh, so I'll, yeah, I'll use Detect Magic just using my last uh, first level spell slot to see if these things are magical. You can, um, you can immediately see when you cast a spell, like before, you remember how I told you you could see that the book and the wand were both purple? Yep. You can see that the mask is also that same purple color, but it is much, much brighter. Okay, and I don't have any kind of weird mental thing outside that of the they're fact putting, like uh, I'm not compelled to do anything with them no outside of the fact that you really don't want to part with these items no it's not telling you to, that you want to put it on it's not telling you to murder people but you don't want anybody else to get these you want okay. them and you want to see how you can unlock them yeah uh, so while I have like a little bit of time to myself, then I will I'll cast minor illusion to put like a little box around me. It only lasts like a minute. So with a little me inside of a box doing a solid snake um, in the corner, I'll, I'll put the mask on. Um, I am a gnome, so I'll fit. Uh, put the put the mask on, and I'll just kind of see see where it takes me. Okay. Uh, you put the mask on and suddenly the book that previously was written in something you couldn't read becomes as plain as day. Oh, nice. Uh, can I look to see what some of these spells are? Like, I don't know if they're like titled. Yeah, you can. Okay. Uh, so... Are there any spells in here that seem interesting that I would want to copy over, or do they all seem necromancy or necromancy -esque? They, they all seem very necromancy-esque. Um, one of the ones that you can see that is essentially like bookmarked is a spell that can take the soul from somebody and put it into the body of a different zombie, and then essentially bind that person to that body. Oh, weird. So could that probably be what happened with the innkeeper, how the other zombie looked like the 
Teamkeeper. That would be a very good bet. Okay. Interesting. But I don't want to get rid of these things, right? Nope. These are I can't. These are things that you definitely want to keep your hands on. And I can't I can't try and make another check to save against it. You you would have probably made it by now, but it's it's not even that it's really like a Do I still just think they're cool? Effect. Yeah, it, it you as a researcher, you want to know what these things are doing and it it's kind of feeding off of that. So it's not even something that you really want to check against because it's using your own nature against you. Gotcha. Okay. Uh mm, makes perfect sense. Do I have any issues taking the mask off? Nope. Oh, sweet. Uh, then yeah, I'll take it off, put the things back in my bag, and I'll get out of my box, dismiss it, and walk out. Okay. Do I have like receipts or anything for the room? For this room? Yeah, for the four rooms I got. No. Is it like four? Are there like four like pieces of wood in one room, yes. or is it four separate rooms? No, there's four pieces of wood that you can sleep on in the one room. Okay. And no, you All do right. not have any kind of receipt. You also right. didn't notice him write down a name. Oh, very good. Yeah, I guess I didn't give him any information anyway. Okay, oh well. Maybe he just has a really good memory. All right, I'll just head back to the other end so I can get... I'm not going to leave any of my stuff here. Okay. I was originally hoping to be able to, but I am not. Oh, actually, I'll, I'll leave my quarterstaff here. Okay. Um because it'll probably be easier to carry alchemy stuff with... Uh, it might not matter. No, I'll take everything. I don't want anything getting stolen. I don't trust this place. Um, so yeah, I'll just head back to the other end then to try and okay. tell people that I bought rooms here. Alright, you get to the other end. You, like you as well as everybody else who had come in previously, sees that there is now a younger version of Greta here who introduces herself as Ada and asks you if you're already staying at the inn or if you're looking for a room. Well, I was already here, but the other innkeeper died, so I thought this was going to be shut down for a bit. Well, luckily I lived on the south side of town, and when this happened, I just I couldn't let the place close. You know, Greta put so much of herself into it, so I had to come up here and make sure it kept running. The guards kept everybody out who wasn't supposed to be in here till I could get up here. Uh, Alright, makes sense. Well, I'm already staying here. The name's me. She looks in the book, she sees where you are, and she goes, Oh, well, welcome back, Mr. Dingus. Thank you. You see Herman is sitting there mowing down on a gigantic breakfast. And mead. And lots of mead. I would expect nothing less. All right, then, yeah, I'm going to head upstairs. Um, oh, side note, Herman. To my room. In case this changes anything, you don't need to eat for the whole day. You ate, you ate a good eat- berry in the morning. I eat because I enjoy it. Okay, just wanted, to, just wanted to let you know. Yeah, and, and he probably wants to eat to experience the different foods. So anyway, you get upstairs and um, roll me a perception when you walk into your room. I'm so bad at perception, but I rolled a 20. Okay, uh, things in your room are slightly askew from where they had been before. Uh, Alright, probably Corman trying to find that mask. Oh, how right you might be. Oh, how wrong you might be. Yep. Alright, well, I'll clean stuff up then. Um, put everything 
I mean, it wasn't I guess. it wasn't really far off. I mean, it was if you hadn't rolled a twenty, you probably wouldn't have noticed most of the things are out of place. Like you know, your cup is like an inch off of where it had been previously. Like nothing really big. I make note of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I'll just put my stuff away. Um, I'm gonna keep the mask and spell book on me. That wand that was that I did put in here is that still in here or is that gone? Uh, Corman, is it still there or is it gone? Man, just calling me out. No, I didn't actually even touch anything. I just did a passive investigation. Oh, okay. Then it's still there. Okay. I'm fine with it. There's really, <laughs> I don't really have anything in here, but uh, alchemy supplies, a vial of lichen from the Miller's cellar, and that wand. Lichen? Lichen? Yeah. <laughs> Shut nope, up. he's got lichen. He's got a lichen in a bottle. Shouldn't be worried about that mask. Should be worried about that lichen. <laughs> uh, you don't know where my priorities are. All right. After so that, yeah, I'll put the wand. Yeah, I'll just yep. So everything's good. Okay, where do you put the wand in relation to the mask and the book? They would probably all just be in my backpack. Okay, very good. And then you're going to sleep, or are you moving? I was gonna probably go downstairs. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would put my pack and everything just kind of away. Are there any hidey holes in this place? Not really, but you have a lock on the door. True, but that didn't apparently do anything. Yeah, you didn't lock the door. Oh, every room is shared by like four people though. But the only person, the only people checked into your room right now are you and Herman. Gotcha. I'm in a room with Dan Fingers. Yeah, you yep. guys are are booked into the same room. Oh okay. yeah, I'm out. All right, so, so then I would make sure it was locked. Sorry, I I assumed that it would have been locked behind me. So I will. Yep, just kind of put the. Put the stuff there. You do actually, have like a actually, trunk at the end of your bed. That you would, would I not want to do that? Would I still be compelled to have them on my person? You would probably be compelled to to keep the mask and the book on you, but the wand you could still leave. I mean, if you were locking them away in that trunk and they were going to be secure, you probably wouldn't have a problem with leaving them. Okay, that's what I will do. Okay, Lock them secured in the trunk, and then when I leave, I will lock my door. Um, I will keep my quarterstaff uh, with my bat hanging from it. And that's pretty much all I have on me right now. Oh, my spell book, always. Your quarterstaff is in the other hotel. No, he said he brought it because he didn't no. want it to get stolen, which was totally going <laughs> to happen. I was going to leave it as commitment, but then as I was walking out, realized, nah, this place is way too shady. <laughs> <laughs> so I just gave him five five silver for because okay so you go back downstairs Ravinder did you ever get the uh, turkey leg for your dwarf friend I I don't know did I I, I go looking alright so you go downstairs and yeah she says that she could probably whip one up but it'll take a little time for her to cook it for you you know whip up a turkey leg <laughs> I was thinking that it's like mashed potatoes or it's a tofurkey leg or she needs to go kill a turkey and then pluck it and then cook it. Obviously, whipping it to death. Yeah. How do you kill your turkeys? With mashed potatoes. Just <laughs> jam it down their throat. 
<laughs> that's stuffing. You stuff them, then you cook them. No, you stuff from the other end. Gross. That's what you think happens. Um, so anyway, so when you go downstairs, Shmi, you see that uh, Ravinder is sitting around waiting for the turkey leg to finish up cooking. You see Herman still sitting there eating. Corman, you're up in your room sleeping? Yeah, I'm freaking tired. And I'm hoping to be able to go to sleep and then wake up and go explore the, that uh, ruin. The it's, still, it's still daytime, right? Yeah, it's probably like noon by now. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to join second Herman for lunch and a drink. Yeah, I would have ordered lunch by now. Oh, oh! if it's lunchtime, I'm getting two turkey legs. Okay. She's already unless cooking a like, turkey. Unless it's a like one-legged turkey, then just one, I guess. I'll take other turkey parts. Nope, oh, it's a two-legged turkey. Alright, so everybody is settling in. Uh, two of you for lunch, well, three of you for lunch, one of you for some sleep, and uh, then you guys are going to figure out what you're going to be doing next, whether that's going back to the tunnels to finish exploring them, or what other new adventures may come upon you. It appears that for the time being, our heroes have gotten themselves out of trouble and won't be charged with murder. However, there are some greater questions that lie in store for our party. What exactly are the magical items that Shmi has? What's going on with Ravinder's dwarf friend? Will Corman ever get to fully take a rest? What's left of the cellar when the party goes back to adventure? Will they ever find out what's been killing all the innkeepers in town? Stay tuned for the next episode of Two Nerds Walk Into a Dungeon. Hey guys, this is Randy. So when we record Two Nerds Walk Into a Dungeon, we record it two episodes at a time. What I've decided to do is at the end of each recording, I just leave the recording going for a few minutes to catch what happens after we're done. Some of the funnier comments that we get during our recording sessions sometimes tend to pop up in these minutes after the episode, and I just kind of want to share them with you. So every other episode, we should have a few funny comments or, or afterthoughts of the sessions that I can pass on to you guys, and so I figured this is the easiest way to do it, is to put it on the tail end here so that you can really feel like you're part of the recording experience. We really want to thank you for listening to Two Nerds Walk Into a Dungeon, and this is just a little something we can do to show you a little bit more about ourselves. Once again, thanks a lot, and hope you have fun. Me too. If we go back over there, I'm probably going to have to hurt that old lady. She's not old. What What if we go over there and the city guard has just leveled the place? Killed the lady. I'll be honest, if well, you guys go back over there, you're going to find some dead bot, dead guard corpses down in the tunnels. Oh, good. I can raise them as my minions. I mean, no. Um, But I think I will go ahead and ask the bartender lady, or not bartender lady, but just, is, is there like a separate like person, or is it just Ada? Yeah, probably. Just Ada. For the next time that we start recording for the podcast. Okay. We're at like an hour and ten minutes. For keeping them to like an hour each, I figured that was a good cutoff point. Oh, I thought we started this again at eight, so I thought it was only half an hour. No, we started back again oh, well. after everybody took that break and you guys came back to the town. Yeah, I thought that was at eight, like half an hour ago. No, no. It was it was longer than that. Okay, alright, well, cool. Now I'm just recording like the after Banter? Notes. Yeah, the banter notes.
Okay, cool. So, so yeah. Um, <laughs> I used disguise uh, disguise self on myself so you couldn't see me after I turned a corner. Because I figure everyone's being real shady about me right now. Mostly just Corman. Well, I'm pretty sure you have a possibly evil mask that you're hiding. So... The mask isn't evil, to be honest. I mean, that's fine, but I... I mean, the, I book, the book and the wand are evil. The mask isn't. But they do all go together as a set, so... Also, why did nobody ever loot Mikey? Because... Stuff and things. Alright. Honestly, I didn't think about it. I Me mean, either. I was going to loot the zombies, but I just assumed they didn't have anything on them. No, the zombies didn't have anything on them except for really bad hide armor. What were you going to do if we killed Mikey? Or if Mikey died? Which almost happened. The rest of the dungeon area has a bunch of stuff that you can go find that would prove what he was doing and also has some stuff in there about possible future things to do with the cult that Mikey was a part of. Alright, but my problem with this is, what if we weren't smart enough to explore? Then you guys would have been executed? Oh no, we had to explore. Like, if we killed Mikey, we weren't leaving until like we basically had something with his name on it, or I wasn't. I mean, uh, as long as someone was guiding me, I probably would have stayed. But like, I'd be like, "All right, we got him. Let's go." He's. They specifically said that if he's dead, we need something else as proof. So we, yep. we would have looked for something else. So I mean, I wanted to keep exploring while we were down there, but then when um, Aaron was like, "Well, we're gonna have to punch him every hour." Honestly, I think that would have been kind of fun. Brain damage. He's going to prison anyways. Might as well go to prison brain damaged. Yeah. Is he even going to prison or is he just going to an execution? Oh no, he's going to get executed because he's a freaking serial killer. Brain damage. I was going to say, if we walked into town, got accused of killing one person and was going to get executed the next day, but yet there's a dude necromancer killing people all over the place underground. No, he's just going to be in jail. He's fine. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like we could have punched him in the head all the time because he was grappled and there was no way he was getting out of that grapple. It's true. I really wanted to use him as a weapon at that one point. One point. Against the his mom? Yep. Yeah. If I wouldn't have one-shot him and that fucking zombie would have caught up to me, I was dead. Yeah, you had like, what, three hit points after that ray hit you? Yeah, like, it was like seven. I'm like, oh, that's 70% of my health. Great. Yeah, it was a D8 plus two damage, so theoretically it could have one-shot you. But it was one of his three spells that he had. I was, I really wanted to get next to him as fast as I could because I figured he was going to spell cast, and with uh, the Mage Slayer, I was just going to attack of opportunity him and run the fuck away. Yeah. I, I was hoping I was going to one-shot him at least. You so- did? That's true. So how are we actually doing experience? Are you going to give us actual experience numbers? Are you just going to tell us arbitrarily when we level? I'm going to tell you when you guys are going to level. I, If you guys want to know, you're at like 50% of the way to level 1 right now. With, with one encounter, that makes sense. Level yeah, two. And level 2. That's what I meant. Level 1 with 50%. You've had one encounter, really. I mean, you've done some roleplay things that you... Probably could have gotten some experience for, but yeah, no. Though I'm I'm trying to take this one slower than normally. Like the you played, you get a level. You played, you get a level. Oh no, yeah, no. I'm I totally am fine with that. I was just curious how you were actually going to do it. Whether it was going to be 
actual addition and numbers or not? Um, it'll probably just be me telling you unless the party gets super separated and then I'll probably start doing it with an actual experience points. So if Dan becomes a like necromancer lord. It's not gonna become a necromancer lord. Yeah, I'm an illusionist. An illusion lich. Although I could change level two is when you pick your specialty. So I could always just go necromancy. It's true. Also, I'm just putting it out there that since I'm essentially giving a narrative on what happened in episodes one and two, Herman is totally kicking in the door and waving around a bloody dagger at people. That's fine. You can mix the first two a bit. Yep. I I prefer that. We also right. we also addressed the fact that the D and D had issues in the regular podcast, and how I fail at tech stuff sometimes. Indeed. All right. I'm killing the recording.